Hello, this is Jeff Barnum reading the Supreme Court Opinion Syllabus in Ohio Adjutant General's Department et al. versus Federal Labor Relations Authority et al. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit. Argued January 9, 2023. Decided May 18, 2023. The Federal Service Labor Management Relations Statute, FSLMRS, provides for collective bargaining between federal agencies and their employees' unions, bars each from committing unfair labor practices, and establishes the Federal Labor Relations Authority, FLRA, to investigate and adjudicate labor disputes. See 5 United States Code, Section 7101 at SEC. At issue here, the American Federation of Government Employees Local 3970, AFL-CIO, is the exclusive representative of certain federal civil service employees known as dual-status technicians who work for the Ohio National Guard. After prior collective bargaining agreement, CBA, expired, petitioners here, the Ohio National Guard, the Ohio Adjutant General, and the Ohio Adjutant General's Department, collectively the Guard, asserted that the Guard was not bound by the FSLMRS when interacting with the Guard's dual-status technicians. The union subsequently filed an unfair labor practice complaint with the FLRA to resolve the dispute. Pointing to the fact that the FLRA only has jurisdiction over labor organizations and federal agencies, petitioners argued that the Guard was not an agency and that dual-status technician bargaining unit employees were not employees for purposes of the FSLMRS. The administrative law judge issued a recommended decision finding that the FLRA had jurisdiction over the Guard, the dual-status technicians had collective bargaining rights under the FSLMRS, and the Guard's actions in repudiating the CBA violated the FSLMRS. A divided panel of the FLRA adopted the ALJ's findings, conclusions, and remedial order. Petitioners sought review in the Sixth Circuit, which denied relief. Held, the FLRA had jurisdiction over this labor dispute because a state National Guard acts as a federal agency for purposes of the FSLMRS when it hires and supervises dual-status technicians serving in their civilian role. The question whether petitioners are an agency for purposes of the FSLMRS when they act as supervisors of dual-status technicians is bounded by a series of defined statutory terms. The FSLMRS defines agency to include the Department of Defense, and each dual-status technician is an employee of the Department of the Army or the Department of the Air Force. These departments, in turn, are components of the Department of Defense. Components of covered agencies plainly fall within the reach of the FSLMRS. Thus, when petitioners employ dual-status technicians, they, like components of an agency, exercise the authority of the Department of Defense, a covered agency. The statutory authority permitting the Ohio Adjutant General to employ dual-status technicians as civilian employees in the Federal Civil Service reinforces this point. Congress has required the Secretaries of the Army and Air Force to designate Adjutants General to employ and administer technicians. That designation 
is the sole basis for petitioners' authority to employ technicians performing work in their federal civilian roles. Here, a 1968 order of the Secretary of the Army designates and empowers each adjutant general to employ and administer the Army National Guard technicians authorized for his state, as the case may be. General Order Number 85, Paragraph 3. Accordingly, dual-status technicians are ultimately employees of the secretaries of the Army and the Air Force, and petitioners are the secretary's designees for purposes of dual-status technician employment. Should a state adjutant general wish to employ federal dual-status technicians, the adjutant general must do so pursuant to delegated federal authority and subject to federal civil service requirements. The evolution of federal agency employee relations law and the text of 5 United States Code, section 7135, subparagraph B, lend further support to the FLRA's exercise of authority over the Guard. Section 7135, subparagraph B, explicitly continues prior practice under the provisions of Executive Order Number 11491, the precursor to the FSLMRS, except where specifically revoked by the President or altered by the FSLMRS or corresponding regulations. The 1971 decision in Thompson Field is on point. See Mississippi National Guard, 172nd Military Airlift Group, Thompson Field, Assistant Secretary of Labor-Management Reports, A-SMLR, number 20. There, the Assistant Secretary of Labor, exercising adjudicative authority under Executive Order Number 11491, analogous to the FLRAs, held that the Mississippi's National Guard technicians were employees of the federal government under Executive Order 11491. The Assistant Secretary concluded that the state's Adjutant General had been designated as an agent of the Secretaries of the Army and the Air Force in employing and administering dual-status technicians, and that this agency relationship created the obligation to comply with Executive Order Number 11491. The definitions of employee and agency that Thompson Field examined were materially identical to those that Congress ultimately adopted in the FSLMRS. The Court thus ordinarily presumes that the FSLMRS maintained the same coverage that existed under the prior regime, and the Court identifies nothing to weaken that presumption here. Affirmed. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the Court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Sotomayor, Kagan, Kavanaugh, Barrett, and Jackson joined. Justice Alito filed a dissenting opinion, in which Justice Gorsuch joined. Thank you for listening. If you wish to communicate with the podcast, please email us at scotusdecisions at gmail.com. That's scotusdecisions with an S at gmail.com.